after the resurrection of our Lord, the only other miracle which is recounted in all four Gospels is this one, the multiplication of the loaves for the 5,000, which makes it pretty clear to us that this is a very special, very important miracle, full of significance. As you know, we always read sacred scripture on two levels. We look at the literal historical level, what actually happened? What is the sacred author inspired by the Holy Spirit telling us happened? And then, guided by the Holy Spirit, we seek to go deeper and find the fuller or spiritual sense, the deeper sense of meaning that is going on in what happened originally. And on the literal level, this is a pretty amazing story. Jesus takes five loaves of bread and feeds over 5,000 people with it. Now, miracles are a proof of divinity. So on a literal, historical level, this proves this is no ordinary dude. This is, in fact, the incarnate Son of God. I can't do that. You can't do that, right? I wish I could also, like at Cana, take water and turn it into wine, but I can't do that, right? Miracles are a proof of divinity. On a literal, historical level, the sacred author is telling us he did a pretty amazing thing. But then, guided by God, the Holy Spirit, we seek to go deeper and understand the fuller sense of what's happening there. And the spiritual sense is clearly that this is a Eucharistic miracle. Because more than feeding us with earthly bread, as we know and why we're here, is that Jesus desires to feed us with heavenly bread, with bread from heaven, his own body and blood. In fact, even the words of the multiplication of the loaves foreshadow the Last Supper and the Mass. Notice that Jesus takes the loaves, blesses them, breaks them, and gives them to his disciples. This is what happens in the Mass. In the offertory, we receive the bread and wine. It is blessed, it is broken, and then given out to the people. And more than with the earthly bread, through this Eucharistic bread, we are all satisfied. That's because only this spiritual food satisfies our deepest hungers, which are not material, physical hungers, but the deepest hungers of our heart. That is, through this gift in which Christ is really and truly present, his body and blood, he unites himself completely to us as we receive him in Holy Communion. He gives his grace, his life, his very being to us, making us truly one with him. You know the old saying, right? You are what you eat. Well, we consume the body of Christ, we become mystically one with his body, and one with the other members of his body, all united in the communion of saints. And that is why the Eucharist and the Mass are the very center of our lives as Catholic Christians. Nothing we ever do in our lives, no honor that we attain, no riches that we receive, nothing we do will ever equal the importance of gathering here, or if possible, on live stream, and celebrating this most sacred banquet, this most holy sacrifice, and receiving the Lord ideally in Holy Communion. I mean, if we really believe this is the body and blood of the incarnate Son of God that we're receiving, how could anything equal that in importance? And so our lives must be Eucharistic in celebrating the Eucharist, in receiving the Eucharist, in adoring the Eucharist, in celebrating the Eucharist by being faithful to our Sunday obligation. Now. This is an extraordinary time, and for a time, none of us could come to Mass, right? 
And now we know we have to be very careful, and it's wonderful to see so many of you here, as it were, being brave and cautious and coming to Mass. I understand those that are staying home and hopefully live streaming the Mass, because we all have to be careful, and we all know that the bishop has dispensed us from the obligation so that we can all be safe, right? That said, I would encourage everyone as much as possible to keep holy the Lord's Day. If you're up to coming to Mass in person, great. If you're just trying to be careful and you have medical concerns or health concerns, we understand, stay at home, live stream the Mass, follow it online. But make holy the Lord's Day, celebrate the most blessed sacrament of the Eucharist as best you can. And if possible, especially for those obviously that are coming, receive him in the most blessed sacrament. That's the whole purpose of the multiplication of his body and blood, so that we might receive him and be made intimately one with him through Holy Communion. Now I know a lot of people are not able to because of the current pandemic, but we hope and pray for the day when so many people can come back and receive our Lord in Holy Communion. Celebrate, receive, adore. Our chapel is open over 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Our chapel where the most blessed sacrament is reserved after Mass, so then we have the most blessed sacrament to adore and to take to the sick and to the dying. As you're out doing other things, maybe running errands, maybe doing some shopping, whatever you do, or for a particular purpose to do so, come make a visit to Jesus really and truly present in the most blessed sacrament in the tabernacle. Come spend some quality, quiet time with him. Go off to a deserted place alone with him and visit him. I really encourage you to do so. Celebrate the Eucharist, receive the Eucharist when possible, adore the Eucharist when you can. Let us really live Eucharistic lives. Let us pray today and every day that we will always truly hunger for that greatest bread, the bread of life, and live those truly Eucharistic lives, that the most blessed sacrament of the Eucharist and the Mass will be the very center of our lives as Catholic Christians, so that we can know Jesus better, love him more, and be more intimately united to him in love. And so we may, may be truly deeply, completely satisfied. Amen.